yeah. What's going on, y'all? It's your man's Ran That Man from the Ran That Man on Sports Podcast show. Coming to you live from the D, baby. We gonna hop right on into what this podcast is supposed to be about. Which is the Lions past 10 years, uh, the mistakes, and I guess some of the good things they've done and what I would have done differently in a lot of these drafts. Like I said, we're not going over free agency. Um, That'd be a little bit too much. We're just going to go over the first two rounds of the draft. Uh, We, the last podcast we did a year 2010, to year uh, 2014 so we're going to start with the year 2015 now in 2015 let me look at this the lions went seven and nine that year so they did not make the playoffs obviously let's look at their draft that year they had the 22nd pick or 28th pick. Well, whatever. They took, <laughs> I think it was the 28th pick um, and the 54th pick in the second round. 28th pick, they took Lincoln Tomlinson, um, offensive tackle. And with the 54th pick, they took Amir Abdullah. Now, Lincoln Thompson was not a horrible pick. You needed an offensive tackle. Uh, personally, I wouldn't have took him. I think I would have took Landon Collins. Uh, but I'm not going to fault them too hard on that. It just wasn't a great pick in my eyes. Then with Amir Abdullah. I'm not going to go hard on that either. They needed a running back. Uh, the position they took him at, the spot they took him at, was decent. So I'm not going. I'm not going to kill them on this draft too bad. And I think they just was this the year they let's see. Yeah, they had just came. They just had a, a 11 and five record last year. That's what that year they went to the playoffs and lost. So they weren't like in desperate need of anything, you know, nothing big. They just needed to uh, help their squad out. So, so let's go to 2016 and this draft, they had the 16th. Well, let me, let me go back. They went nine and seven that year did not make the playoffs. In 2016, they took, they had the number 16 pick in the first round. They took Taylor Decker, I think he went to Ohio State. Um, anyway, he's an offensive tackle. And with the 46th pick, they took Ashawn Robinson. Taylor Decker was probably the best available player, and it was a good pick, so I, I'm okay with that. Now, Ashawn Robinson was not a bad pick as well. I personally would have taken um, Deion Jones in that draft. Uh, linebacker. I think he ended up going to Atlanta. Now, I'm going to be honest. The crazy part about it is the best player in that whole draft might have been Michael Thomas. 
I'm not going to lie. I did not see him being this good. Now, he did look pretty good in college. We didn't need him because we had uh, Tate, uh, Marvin Jones, and Anquan Bolton. So, I'm not even going to lie on that. Like, I would love to say I would have took Michael Thomas, but I don't think I would have took him in that draft. And I don't think nobody seen him being this good. But, um, like I said, I would have probably took Deion Jones, but I'm not going to go too hard on them taking A'shaun Robinson. Now, this is the year that I really started not believing in Stafford. I was a big fan of his. Honestly, <laughs> we just were so deprived of having a quarterback in his city that when he came and he was doing anything, we were happy. We have we we have never had a quarterback in in all of Detroit Lions history, unless you go back to the fifties or whatever it was. Um since the curse of Bobby Lane. When Stafford came, I was I remember that I think it was the rookie year when he had uh got hurt and had to come out the game and then came back in the game and threw that uh touchdown winning pass I, I think y'all remember that if you were a Lions fan. And we was stoked. We was geek, man. I mean, I was, <laughs> I said, man, okay. Hopefully we done finally found a quarterback. Then he had got hurt again because I think he missed his first two seasons. And then when he finally started playing, I just was happy to have somebody playing. And he looked it okay in the first couple of years. And that's not to say he's horrible now. He's not great, as a lot of Lions fans want to say, and he's not just pure trash like a lot of people want to say. He's pretty much an average quarterback. You know, may, some people may have him a little below average. Some people may have him a little above average. I look at him as an average quarterback. And at this point in time, I was just ready to move on. Now, the thing about it is, okay, if he left here, this is how <laughs> this is how it goes for those Lions fans. Now, a lot of people worry about him leaving here and then going somewhere and winning. Hey, that's just a chance you got to take. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot hold somebody back just because, you know, you can't hold him here. Like, what's the point? You're going to hold him here and keep losing instead of letting him go somewhere else and start over just in case he, he goes and wins somewhere else. Who cares? Like, if that's what happens, that will happen. You can't do anything about that. The the organization, man, I don't I don't understand a lot of things they do. It's like Calvin Johnson. Now, he was thinking about coming out of retirement. The Lions wouldn't let him come out of retired retirement to play for the Raiders. If he was to come back, he had to come back and play here. Same thing with Barry Sanders. And this is why we are where we're at in sports. Okay. This is why we lose all the time because of this mentality. Now, if the Raiders would have took him and gave you a pick for Calvin Johnson, why in the world wouldn't you let him go? It don't matter. It's like the bitterness they hold towards things is you. That's why we lose. I hate to say it. You can't be bitter. This, this is a business like, OK, granted, he didn't want to come back here. Fine. At that point in time, let him go. Let him get a take a pick for him and move on. Other football teams do this all the time. Do you think they're happy when a star player wants to leave or 
gets this gruntle about being there. No, they just you have to make a business decision at that point in time. Is it worth it for me to keep this player here knowing he don't want to be here, disrupt my locker room and affect other players and the young players you got coming in? Or is it better just to trade him, get something for him and move on? These are business decisions that you have to make, but you have to make the ones that make the most sense. And having this bitter mentality, it does not work for us. So why do we do it? I have no clue. But going back to the Stafford thing at this point in time, I just, you know how sometimes you just get a gut feeling like this is just not going to work. And at this point in time, his value was still good. You could have gotten a first round pick for Stafford. I don't care what anybody says. You would have gotten a first round pick for him at this time because he still was putting up numbers. We just wasn't winning. And a lot of people maybe looked at it as he's decent enough. It's just the team's not that good. I would have moved on from him after this. And you could ask anybody I know, they will tell you I was a big, and I still am, big fan of moving on from Stafford. And this was the the point that I was looking at moving on from him. Uh, now, you're going to the 2017 draft. Uh, 2017, we went 9-7. and seven. Uh, We actually, I think that's the year we went to the playoffs and we lost to, that's when we lost to the Seahawks, matter of fact. So, in 2017, now, let me keep it 100 with y'all. I would have gotten rid of Stafford by this time. I don't care what I would have had to do. What would have happened? I would have gotten rid of him. I would have actually started in 2015. But regardless of the fact you had at that time, uh, let's see who didn't, who needed a quarterback. The Jets needed a quarterback. Denver needed a quarterback. Chicago needed a quarterback, the 49ers, Cleveland, Buffalo, and Houston. Now, the year before that, Dallas needed a quarterback. Well, I'm not going to say they needed a quarterback, but they drafted Dak Prescott. But it was rumblings that Jerry Jones would have taken Stafford. He's a Dallas native, and you know how Jerry Jones is about that type of stuff. So I would have tried to get rid of him to Dallas that the year before but let's say i couldn't have now this year like i said the jets didn't have anybody denver chicago 49ers i think had cap cleveland didn't buffalo had tyrod taylor and houston had nobody so out of all these teams you could have definitely got a first round pick for stafford in before this draft happened okay now in this draft, the Lions had the 21st pick. They took Jared Davis, the linebacker, and with the 53rd pick in the second round, they took uh, Tease Tabor. Once again, a horrible pick. I don't even think Tease Tabor was on anybody's board, and if, they, if he was, it was – in the fifth, sixth, seventh round type of deal. That, that just was a terrible pick, especially in that draft, because it was a lot of talent in that draft. And like I said, you're not in the position to be taking chances on players like this. 
Now, if it was me, I would have done anything possible to get Deshaun Watson. That was my guy. And I, anybody who knows me know I was screaming to the rooftops. I wanted Deshaun Watson. So I'm going to be honest. With Patrick Mahomes, I would have lost on him. I did not see him being this good. I'm going to be totally honest. He reminded me a little bit of Brett Favre. I'm not a Brett Favre fan. I think he's overrated. This is going to be a discussion on another day. Now, the reason I say that is because I believe he was a gunslinger type of quarterback, but I thought he may throw a lot of interceptions uh, when he gets to when he got to the NFL level because he did it in college a little bit. Now, going with Andy Reid, though, obviously he's seen something in him, and Andy Reid is the guru of quarterbacks. So, you know, once I seen Andy Reid take him, I was a little less hesitant on thinking he wasn't going to be that great. But like I said, I couldn't have took him. I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see the greatness he got. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was a huge Deshaun Watson guy. So on that, I wouldn't have took Mahomes over Deshaun Watson. I would, I'm telling you that now. I would not have done that. But I would have done anything in my power to get Deshaun Watson. And like I said, I would have gotten rid of Stafford, and I would have gotten that pick to get Deshaun Watson. If I would have had to move up, whatever, that was going to be my quarterback of the future. So in that draft, that's what I would have done. Now, let's say I didn't do that somehow, never worked anything to that degree or whatever. I wanted Dalvin Cook. Once I seen they weren't going to get Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook was my guy. That dude was cold in college. Jared Davis, I didn't even heard of him. I Once I looked at him, he was an average linebacker. Like, you you don't take guys like that when you have impact guys that you could take before them. And Dalvin Cook was that guy. I wanted Dalvin Cook bad once we didn't we couldn't get Deshaun Watson. I wanted Dalvin Cook, period. And I think a lot of other people probably would have took him too because that's, that's not to say I'm just this uh, great talent evaluator. I think the average fan probably seen the same thing I saw in Dalvin Cook. And they would have took him over Jared Davis. Now, in that second round, I would have took Zach, Zach Cunningham. The T's Tabor pick was crazy. I To this day, I don't understand that pick. I I just don't get it. It's, it goes back to trying to build this team like the Patriots, man. Like, you're trying to emulate something that you don't have. Like getting guys for a specific uh, need or a specific thing that they do. Y'all not at that level, man. Yo, the rest of your team ain't built where you can get a guy that just does this one thing great. You're not there yet. At this point, you need talent. You need all the talent and athleticism you can get right now. So that was a horrible pick. Can you just imagine... If we would have drafted Deshaun Watson, where we would be right now, plus the other players that I think we should have took. Now, 
am I saying we would win a Super Bowl every year? No. Will we go to the playoffs every year? Not 100%. But we will be going more often than we're going. We will be a more consistent team. And that's the problem. That's what you want to be. Like everyone may have a down year here and there or two. But you want to have a consistent team. You want other teams to fear you, to know that you're good, that if you do fall off, you're going to come right back up. The Lions don't have that. And uh, I'm going to give you something that a lot of people don't look at. And then I'm, I'm going to just leave you with this. If you look at the Lions and you, look, you just look at our division, okay? How many times have the Chicago Bears, the Minnesota Vikings, or the Green Bay Packers been good, been bad, been good again, been bad again, and been good again before the Lions ever been good once. Think about that. The Bears went to a Super Bowl, got horrible, got decent again, got horrible, got decent again. Green Bay Packers, they really never got horrible, but at one point in time, I think they went 6-10, but then they got it right back. The Vikings, bad, good, bad, good again. The Lions have never done that. We've always been bad. We luck up and got into the playoffs. And the only reason we won that is because we had a soft schedule. Look it up. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. In the next podcast, I'm going to finish out these last couple of years of what I think the Lions should have done, where they messed up at, and what I would have done. And then we'll try to get into some uh, NBA prospect talk, uh, who's coming out of college, who the Pistons should take, who I generally like in the draft, who may be a steal or anything to that degree. So until then, be safe, stay fly. I'm out. Peace.